the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, you know, Joe Biden has announced he's going to run for re-election. Did it in a three-minute video. Uh, Hasn't been seen much since. And in the video, Kamala Harris, his uh, vice president, was uh, depicted 20 times. Now, I have to be careful when I say depicted because Kamala Harris was not heard from in the video. They had no clips of Kamala Harris speaking. None. Because uh, Kamala became the vice president because she's a black woman. Not because she's eloquent or smart or incisive or even likable. But we have audio from Kamala yesterday, which will explain why you didn't hear from Kamala in Joe Biden's reelection announcement. And, you know, when I speak with small business owners and entrepreneurs, some of our younger small business owners actually self-identify as entrepreneurs. They're small business owners also. <laughs> but we'll go with whatever you like. Small business owner entrepreneurs. So maybe they're, uh, are they trans entrepreneurs? Are they non-binary entrepreneurs? Uh, a small business owner is an entrepreneur. Apparently, this is news to Kamala, but a lot of things are that all the rest of us have known for a long, long time. And this shows you that the Democrats are not really about authenticity. They're not about capability. There's a very familiar way that Democrats do business these days. It's It applies to a whole array of things. For instance, we started the show today in the first hour talking about this New York subway attack. And we've got a homeless guy, a guy who's been arrested 40 times, mental health issues, threatening people on subway. A brave, courageous Marine realizes, I'm a strong man, I can do something about this, i got to do something about this. People around me have all kinds of terrified looks on their face, whatever. He does what he does. Unfortunately, very tragically, the guy dies. But this is how, and then now now the Marine is going to be prosecuted. There's no doubt in my mind he's going to be prosecuted. And this is how it works, right? Democrats come in, they run every major city in the country, in Baltimore, Philadelphia, Columbus, Milwaukee, Detroit, L.A., San Francisco. They, they run every major city, except Miami, which used to be a hellhole. Now it's not because you have a Republican conservative mayor. Democrats come in, they ruin the city, they defund the police, they take away punishment for crime. The city turns to crap. People get terrified. The rare, courageous throwback, Good Samaritan, steps in, and then they prosecute him. In order to scare 
other people from stepping up and ever pushing back against their radical woke agenda. That's how it works. Okay? That's how it works. Another way that it works is in, like, social issues, right? The Democrats float an idea. Republicans notice the absurdity of the idea. Republicans scream in protest to the absurdity of the idea. Democrats then make fun of Republicans for noting the absurdity of the idea. Republicans cower in the corner. Oh, they made me look stupid. I was wrong. I won't say anything else. And then Democrats come back and do what they initially said that made Republicans point out the absurdity of it. Here is a little clip that's illustrative of that on the topic of banning gas stoves in New York City and in New York State. New York City is moving to snuff out gas stoves. New York becoming the first state to ban natural gas and other fossil fuels. See, that's happened, right? That's happened. But remember when it was just first posed as if it was going to happen? Remember how the Democratic influencers posed the scenario? You might think that the U.S. government is coming for your gas stove. That is a new and absolutely ridiculous one. Turns out Fox News and Republicans are up in arms because they say the government is coming to take your stoves. What Republicans are saying is... Damn it, they're going to take your gas stove. The GOP have been stoking a ridiculous new freakout about gas stoves. No one is taking your gas stove. The right-wing freakout over the use of gas stoves is merely the latest in a long series of made-up culture war battles designed to enrage and rile up their right-wing and paranoid base. Republicans have turned a government warning about your health into a lie about Democrats trying to take your stoves. <laughs> so let me see. I recognized... Uh, Mendy Hassan, MSNBC, Chris Hayes, MSNBC, Seth Myers. I don't even know. Never, nobody watches him. I don't have a clue where he's at. The shocking part of that was that there was no, um, Joe Scarborough. Oh, wait, there was gas stoves, gas. It's so stupid. People were tweeting at me this weekend that Ron DeSantis is going to protect my gas stove. So, what the, heck? the sheer stupidity of it. And if it were just bloggers, mm. that would be one thing. But when you have Kevin McCarthy going out and, and other people talking about gas stoves, because they keep getting dumber and dumber. You know, the Republican Party has become uh, addicted to this culture of lies and conspiracy theories that they have fomented. Right. And so they know that there is a substantial number of people uh, in the country uh, in their party, who they can convince that this is true, and that it will enrage those people. Uh, they, they, this is the this is the, the economy of and the culture of conspiracy theories. Right? There are. I'm I'm certain you and I will be able to drive through uh, parts of the country ten years from now, mm. and people will be saying, "Do you remember back when Joe Biden was in office and they tried to take away our gas stoves?" Uh, won't take ten years, uh, John Heilman, or. <laughs> Or Joe Scarborough. Uh, We'll be able to do it 10 days from now because, uh, again, 
It's happened. New York City is moving to snuff out gas stoves. New York becoming the first state to ban natural gas and other fossil fuels in most new buildings, including gas stoves. The new law requires all electric heating and cooking in new buildings shorter than seven stories by 2026. Governor Kathy Hochul and the Mm. Democratic-controlled state legislature approved a bill on Tuesday prohibiting the use of fossil fuels for heating and cooking. The law is the first statewide ban in the nation and goes into effect in 2026 for buildings under seven stories. Hmm. So it happened. They said it wouldn't happen. They said it was going to happen. Then we said, well, are you crazy? No, you're an idiot for saying it's going to happen. So then you shut up, stop talking about it, and then it happens. Now, the courageous act of the guy on the New York subway, he's being called a murderer by AOC, Seven years ago, there was a guy named Andrew Adrian Kazmarek who did exactly the same thing, rescued someone on a subway from a crazy person and did so via chokehold. He appeared on his local news. To be vilified? No. We thought a little differently about such things then. Now that guy <laughs> is Adrian Kazmarek. He stepped in to defuse what could have been an uglier scene. He's a businessman. He runs the company Future Health LA, and he got the guy in uh, what appears to be a sleeper hold. It was lullaby time. There he goes, down, down, down. The passengers gave Kazmarek a standing ovation. Mm. And he's with us now in the studio. Welcome, Adrian Kazmarek. Take us back to that moment. So what were you thinking at the time? I mean, you saw the guy come up. It was uh, pretty threatening to other passengers, and you thought, I think I could take this guy? Well, when you're 6'3", 230 pounds, um, you're kind of almost obligated to, to do something in a situation like that. Isn't that an interesting response? When you're 6'3", 230 pounds, you're kind of obligated to do something like that in that situation. Seven years ago, Adrian Kazmarek in Los Angeles on the L.A. local news was a hero. You heard the lady anchor say, oh, Put the sleeper hold on him. Lullaby time. Now, doing the same thing gets you branded a murderer. Guilty until proven innocent for being heroic and saving others from danger. Oh, boy. Well, if you were worried, if you were one of the people who worried about artificial intelligence taking over and uh, what was that from Terminator? Skynet. Skynet. The machines taking over. If you were worried about that, you can stop worrying. Guess who has been placed in charge of monitoring AI in our country? Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris has been named... (laughs) Kamala Harris has been named the AI czar. Well, um, I guess she's done such a phenomenal job on the border. She was the border czar. There is really nothing genuine about Kamala Harris. So maybe she is the perfect person to be in charge of all things artificial. Uh, By the way, I forgot to tell you, back when I was going off on the whole Democrat, they're not taking away your gas stoves, you moron conservatives. I played all the media people, Seth Meyers, Joy Reid, and others mocking that until it happened. 
What I didn't tell you was that Chuck Schumer tweeted this back when the issue first came up. Nobody is taking away your gas stove, Schumer tweeted on February 3rd. Shameless and desperate MAGA Republicans are showing us they will cook up any distraction to divert from real issues the American people want solved, like the debt ceiling. Hmm, whoops. Well, they have taken away your gas stove in New York. Any building that's constructed over seven stories, and I don't know many houses that are seven stories tall, can't have gas stoves going forward. And the debt ceiling has been solved by Republicans in the House, and now we'll see if Joe Biden comes to the table and negotiates. Now, I'm familiar with, but have never listened to, but I'm going to have to start listening to, a podcast featuring a gentleman by the name of Tim Poole. He calls it the Timcast. Yesterday, Tim Poole had on a guest named Lance. Now, I've tried to find out Lance's last name, (laughs) but I find it um, ironically fitting that Lance, who bills himself as a Democratic Socialist, does not disclose his last name anywhere on the website for the endeavor that he runs, which is called Surf's TV. Surf's TV. But Lance, Democratic Socialist, is on conservative podcaster Tim Poole's Timcast, and Lance is, uh, in this extended clip, showing Tim Poole a graph of transgender people by age demographic. So if you're, how many people are transgender in their 50s and their 40s and their 30s? And then in their 20s, the graph like is ginormous, a big red bar indicating how many people in their 20s and teens are transgender. And that is where we pick up our conversation with Tim Poole and Lance. This is the actual statistics on people increasing. You can see the red one. Mm-hmm. That that is Gen Z. That is the amount of people who in Gen Z it's skyrocketing. It looks so, like they're so identifying you, more than ever because so, their generation feels more comfortable talking so about this kind of stuff. So you don't more, think yeah. that there's like a, a trans genocide or anything like that? I don't think that there's a trans indoctrination that is coming through media. Genocide, is, I said. I, yes, and I'm saying that I don't think there's a trans indoctrination coming through media that is programming kids to become trans. I think that's ridiculous. So, and, if you, and if you want to change but, topics to talk about trans genocide, we can move on to that. But, but that, it, you, you it, asked me specifically, why, right, is right. There a, why is there a spike? Yeah, that is why. Okay, so my follow-up is, you think trans people feel safer than ever? No. Right now, there's over 400 different bills being pushed in the United States that is directly targeting trans people. So they don't feel safe? They, of course they don't. So then why are they coming out if they don't feel safe? They have more access because that generation, Generation Z, has a lot more acceptance towards trans people than older people who pass laws, draconian people who pass laws. The boomers are the ones running the show right now. They're still the ones in government. They're still the ones passing laws. There's very few Generation Z in government or parliament. You want, you want to know what, what I think? I think there is a transgenocide. Okay. And I think it's you. Okay. Because you're sterilizing a lot of these people. How so? I mean, you're they're literally sterilizing them. The, the surgery to remove the gonads, hysterectomies, and puberty and cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers have a high rate of sterilization. I mean, first of all, uh, removal of the gonads in the uterus is an absolute sterilization. And then puberty blockers have a very high rate uh, and uh, cross-sex hormones have an extremely high rate of sterilizing the individual. So right. these people can no longer reproduce. That's genocide. Right. Is, this, is this the joke you're going to go for? Is joke? Now, I feel listening to that like I would feel watching a mouse walk in front of a box where a cat is hiding. Because this Lance guy is trying to make the point that 
Well, there are a ton more transgender people now uh, because young people are more accepting of it than in other areas, uh, other ages. And Tim Pool's like, well, do they feel safe? No, no, they don't feel safe. They're under attack. They're horribly under attack. Well, then why are they coming out? And Lance bats that aside by saying, oh, people are more tolerant. And then Tim Pool makes the case, well, they're not going to proliferate if you sterilize them, which is the very definition of a genocide, when you sterilize someone. Now, it didn't take Tim Pool that long to show Lance how stupid his position (laughs) on abortion is. Still have the choice, ultimate uh, authority over what happens to her body. What about meth? Uh... Like, should she be allowed to do meth? Yeah. Uh, I think if someone is doing meth while they're pregnant, that it is completely acceptable for something like, uh, I don't know what the name of the service is in the United States. Child for, services? I guess child, child services would be, oh, yeah. well, it's her body, though. Yeah, it's her body. If she wants to do meth, what's the big deal? Uh, the big deal is that it's, she's intentionally trying to kill a child. Hold on there a minute. Yeah, and I see where we're going. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Yes, he does. He understands what he's saying. He's saying that abortion should be unfettered and that they should be able to take mifepristone and any drug they want to take at any time in the pregnancy to terminate the pregnancy. And then Tim Pool's like, well, should she be able to do meth if she's pregnant? Oh, no, she can't do meth. Why can't she do meth? It's her body. Well, she can't do meth because she would be taking something that would intentionally kill a... Oh, again, the mouse walking right in front of the cat hiding in the box. The reason why leftists are so easy to debunk, expose, embarrass is because their positions are not consistent positions. The things that they say to green light, immorality, decadence, demented, demonic behavior are if bathed in a different light obviously wrong, obviously unethical, obviously unacceptable, even to them. See, he sees, oh, meth. No, can't do meth. Why? Well, because she'd be intentionally killing a child. Yeah, you just walked into the trap. Conversely, conservative positions make sense. Of course they make sense. Why do they make sense? They make sense because they're true And truth, despite what the progressives and the leftists and the Marxists will tell you, truth doesn't change. And it's not dependent upon a person's perspective. So as we enter the weekend, I wish you a um, healthy, invigorating worship experience on Sunday morning. I'll end with the last two verses of Proverbs 5. The evil deeds of a wicked man ensnare them. The cords of their sin hold them fast. They will die for lack of discipline, led astray by their own great folly. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.